Hello and welcome to In the Grooves, the podcast where we break down the unbelievable, unpredictable, and unknown stories behind some of the greatest songs in history. So for those of you that might be new, this is the podcast where we tell the incredible true stories of how your most famous songs and favorite songs throughout time uh, came to be. That's what we're doing here, and it is very interesting, and you should tell all your friends about it. That's true. Yeah. So we will kick off. We're going to get right into it. No delay. Here we go. Yeah. What do you guys listen to this week? Winters. Snowblind Winters. I like that better. What are you listening to this week? Forget scissor fingers. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I've been listening to the Beatles, and I'll Ooh. tell you why. <gasps> so Gail, my mom, Gio knows Gail. Oh, no. I know. Biblically. Biblically. You know, our last podcast involved the Beatles. It really? did. Yes, it did. We talked about the Beatles. Huh. Mm-hmm. So I have an Alexa okay. at home yes. and she doesn't know how to use it. So she tried playing the Beatles and I'm driving home. Okay. Well, it's connected to my Spotify. Mm. So out of nowhere, the Beatles start playing. And I'm like, <laughs> so we're watching Jeopardy together and I'm humming a Beatles song. She was like, I tried to play the Beatles today. And I was like, are you kidding me? Ghost of the Machine. machine. When I tell you I was listening to like Meg the Stallion and then all of a sudden the Beatles came on, I was like, it's... You took a hard left turn there. Right. I was like, it's meant to be. It was not. It was Gail. But yeah. yeah. Thanks, Gail. I I like that. Yeah. So maybe uh, she could sense hmm. that it's like, you need to take this into a new direction. Yeah. Right. We need to clean you up a little bit. And like nothing ever started playing and she just never like... She was just like, Meh, like shrugged it off and walked out. Like, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, just right. trying to make your life a little more wholesome. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Gail's in town. Cool. Yeah. yeah love Gail. Um, I have been listening to a band called Fits in the Tantrums, uh, mainly because I just went to their concert last night, uh, which was excellent. I did not. I just found out about it. Yep. You told me that they were coming to Tampa, Florida. Hey, he was a good brother. I immediately was like, let's go and buy tickets. So I immediately went on Ticketmaster and spent too much money to buy tickets. Um, But it was at the new Hard Rock venue, which is, it's pretty nice. So the new Hard Rock Casino over here, not the new, the Car Rock Casino has been there for a while, but they have a new event center where they do concerts now. Cool. On Hillsboro? Oh, right. We just, I just heard about that. Literally five minutes from my house. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. So, and they have big acts coming, like Alicia Keys is coming, I think within the month or or something like that. Um, and some other people that, I mean, I don't give a shit about anyone else that's coming, but um, for now, at mm-hmm. least that was on the little board, like the upcoming, uh, but they were there. It's a nice room. It's, you know, it's, it's a good size. Most of it is general admission. And then they have like almost bleacher style seating, but it's, but it's individual chairs. The only thing that I'll tell you uh, for anyone who might be listening in the Tampa area, don't buy like the first two or three uh, rows of the seats because they're literally on the ground floor and with all this general admission standing room that I don't know how sense. you could have right this should be, it Who should signed be off on yeah, someone fucked up that design <laughs> yeah. real bad yeah. okay. um, but it was a great show it, the room was great the energy was great there was a lot of dancing I historically and Mike can probably attest to this from our many years of going to the clubs when we were in our 20s um, am a lover of dancing but also equally as much as I love dancing, am I poor at dancing? So there was a lot of really bad dancing coming out of this body yesterday. I mean, I think there's a fine line between good and bad dancing probably, but honestly, if somebody's just enjoying themselves, nobody cares. I mean, it's nobody's judging anybody in that kind of environment, but he's right. Yeah. And you may not think of it. You may not believe it, but he will cut a rug. I will cut a fucking rug, especially if I've had a few drinks. So, and I did have a few drinks and I was <laughs> cutting the rug. Do you nice. watch Seinfeld? 
I have, yes. The Elaine yeah. dance. Oh, yeah. The thumbs and the kicking. Thumbs and the kicking. Yeah, basically. That's basically <laughs> what was happening. <laughs> that's <laughs> a really good. good one. She does it really yeah, well. Yeah, she does. Um, and then uh, the open, there were two opening acts, and they were both good. The first one was a girl's name. I can't remember, but she could fucking sing. Her, uh, she was great. Um, I've, something Rose, something with an M, Maggie Rose or something like that. Mm. She was really good. And then the other opener was Andy Grammer. Who oh. I, oh, so I had never heard of him, but apparently he has a couple famous songs because I actually mm-hmm. recognize a couple of their songs too. Um, and this is the last thing I'm going to talk about with this, with going to this concert and listening to Fits in the Tantrums, was that they, again it was really, really good. I took about a, a couple pictures. I'll put it up on our social media. Um, but I didn't realize that the the male lead singer in that fits. He's like 52 years old, so it's a little weird watching him singing these songs, which are you know. You know, a lot of the lyrics are kind of like current, you know, uh, current day um, jargon. Oh, you, I see. you know what I mean? So there's a, it's a and seeing him kind of dance and doing his little boogie, which, listen, I'm not talking shit about it because do you and I love the music and had a great time again. But there, when he first came out, I was just like, because we were really close. Like we were, you know, again, it was general admission. I, we were maybe like three, four people back. Um, and I was just like. This guy's older than I thought <laughs> he would be. This is not what I was expecting. You know, but. Hey, he fucking did it and crushed it. He sounded great. They sounded great. The sound in that room is excellent. So I highly oh, recommend cool. it. Yeah, it's very good. And I was surprised with how many, like they had like some smoke effects and like confetti and shit. Like they did it. Okay. Oh. So they very cool. The go they see understood the, the assignment. Tantrums. They understood it. The show was excellent. Go see Fits in the Tantrums. That's something to I their... learned from young people. You yeah, see, I can do sake. it too. I was going to say, I feel like the way you felt about him yeah. is how people see me on TikTok. They're like, she is too old to do you be post old. on tiktok because i'm on tiktok but i don't do anything on it i've dabbled oh yeah um i'm gonna have to watch some of that cringeworthy stuff oh, oh yeah very exciting yeah yeah is it all just documentaries about your household pets no it's just no. videos of me just like thirst trap <laughs> <laughs> i love that now i have to watch it oh my god okay. just doing all the dances and shit right love oh it. i am in oh my god <laughs> sign me up all right subscribe <laughs> Cool. What about you? Now that we're all the way off the rails. Yeah. Um, let's bring it back. Um, I've been listening to uh, Tears for Fears. Mm. Should be noted that this is a Tears for Fears podcast. We love Tears for Fears on yes. this podcast. Yes, we do. Um, we saw them recently with Garbage. This is also a Garbage podcast, by yep. the way. Got so it. stay yep. on top of that. Yep. Um, two great acts. Uh, underappreciated. Unbelievable hooks. Yeah. The show was phenomenal. The show was so good. So I've, I've been kind of uh, I've been kind of stuck on that lately. And um absolutely enjoying it just yeah. absolutely enjoying it because man like it's a match made in heaven you probably wouldn't think about it <clears throat> there are two different generations it's an 80s band and a 90s band but um garbage actually never stopped putting out records people don't realize so yeah, just to going. put that out there like go find garbage's records because they never stopped being awesome like and Shirley Manson never stopped being just a fucking yeah I saw Shirley Manson yeah dude I saw Shirley Manson do push-ups on stage dude it was right. like unbelievable. not this show another show a few years ago but yeah. like yeah it was just unbelievable stuff um and Tears for Fears at their age are still like again they sound harmony. unbelievable unbelievable perfect harmony there are no computers there there's no auto tune there yeah. like this is the real deal pro show but it was like killer just yeah. killer stuff um okay good we're all caught up now this week's song. Tainted love. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly right. So um, let's talk about tainted love. Yeah. Uh, I will go back to uh, old scissor fingers over here. Um, <laughs> old scissor Why fingers. Why they gotta be old? <laughs> <laughs> she, and she is the youngest of the trifecta. Yeah. So. Um, 
what do you know about this song? Does this song have any meaning for you? Do you have any connection to this song? Um, any memory tied to this song at all? So I definitely have heard it when I was younger, either on like a cassette that my mom had laying around. But I think where it really stuck was the movie 13 going on 30. Oh, it's on the soundtrack. Okay. okay. Yep. Um, <laughs> it's a it's a vibe. It is a vibe. It's a vibe. That is your favorite actress in it, dude. Right? She has the ears. I fucking hate her. I cannot stand Jennifer Gardner. I really can't either. I don't like oh looking at her. No. I don't like her so mouth. Offensive. I don't like her, the way she talks. No, she's kind. Of, she's annoying. Yep. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Totally well. agree. Yeah. All right, uh, Giovanni. Yeah. So um, I am a fan of the song. Now, uh, so this is this is one of those weird things. You might consider this a Mandela effect for me with this song. So. In our early years, my brother and I growing up, I we we listened to the song regularly, right? In the car, whatever. We listen to music regularly. In the well, radio, yeah, yeah. And the but, song but is such a massive hit. It's right. ubiquitous. It's everywhere. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of the topic of the podcast. Now, my original memory of the song is two and a half minutes, Tainted Love, Bang Bang, In and Out, Dunzo. Somewhere along the line, later on in life, I started hearing... The what I then started considering like this weird mashup version of the song where they have Tainted Love and Where Does Our Love Go as like the second half of the song. And it mm. never makes sense in my brain. I'm like, to the point of me being like, was there a version where this wasn't there? Like, <laughs> like did we always just turn the song off before this start? Like, what the fuck happened here? Yeah, that yeah, this yeah. is like, what? So <clears throat> now I realize... Uh, later even later on in life that the original two and a half was just like the single version and then the the the, the full album version right, right is the would yeah. be where does our love go which also seemed ridiculous to me because i'm like why am i hearing tainted love and then a motown cover <laughs> like a, it's just such a strange thing that this is like a connection and never made any sense to me but i always loved the original two and a half minute and then you know i'm i'm gonna talk about it from not another teen movie <laughs> Marilyn Manson covers it. He sure does. In maybe one of the sexiest music videos ever <laughs> fucking created. It's undeniable. So it's undeniably naughty. A, yeah, I have a lot of connections to this song. Yeah. Some of which are not appropriate for this content. They're right, not for this podcast. Yeah. They're yeah. not G-rated. He needed to redo that music video though. Cause oh, have man. you seen the original? I don't even know if I've ever actually watched the original music video. I need you to. Yeah. Um specifically. As soon as this is over. Because it, it's not going to be as sexy as the Manson version. No, it is and listen, one of the weirdest things I have ever watched is in my really? entire life. Oh, man. Yeah. Now, I'm, now I'm excited. Yeah, there are going to be a lot of answers to all these questions from okay. you guys. I mean, it's exciting time. Okay. Now, I'll, I'll say this. I, I'm not I'm not here trying to promote Manson. I know that a lot of stuff has come out about him, that he's done probably some really awful things. And I don't know where, I don't know where we're at in that, it, you know, legal matters or whatever. So I'm not trying to. But say whatever you want. That that version of that song and that music video was just like it's a banger yeah turn the lights off and lock the door yeah, yeah. I, need, I, I need a sock <laughs> right fair enough yeah. yeah um i'm kind of the same i mean again we we came up in the 80s and you know the, the song was such a huge hit you know so again it was ubiquitous it was everywhere um and you guys actually just ended up illustrating the point that this song ended up having this longevity because right. it kept getting licensed and kept popping up mm-hmm. for a next generation and a next generation. And, and we'll get into that. Um, but if I find it really interesting that both of you um, mentioned how it popped up in a movie, you saw it and, you know, it yeah, popped yeah, up funny. in a film yeah. and, and, and so now you know it. And both of those movies are from two different eras. Well, both of your movies are in kind of the same era, um, but way later, like your movies in the early two thousands, I think I have that Somewhere down. We'll get there. to that. And same thing with yours. Yeah. Right. So 
All right. Um, is there any section of the song, part of the song, lyric of the song that means anything to you that you love, that is your favorite part of it, that moves you the most? Scissor fingers, go. I like the like the beat of it. Like I feel like it's kind of a low key sad song. But oh, the lyrics are definitely oh, not yeah. pleasant. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're kind of just like vibe into it. You're like, yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good one. Um, I'm I'm just gonna kind of go back to saying for me, it's really the whole thing because again, my brain when I think of this song is the two and a half minute version of the song. And yeah, again, the intro is iconic. You know, you get the bound bound. Mm-hmm. You know, right. so and that's not jitterbug. That's tainted love. Everybody, right? Yeah. Right, right. Which I do. The, maybe the first two notes I might get. Wait, which one is this? But right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. So uh, I would probably go with the intro because the the hook is so immediate, and you know, it, you, it gives you that that head bopping, you know, mm-hmm. kind of moment, you know, right right from the start. Um, but yeah, it's it it's the whole. Again, for me, it's the two and a half minute song. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's probably right. Yeah. Um, for me, it's just it's it's so damn cat it's an earworm you know what i mean it's it's super yeah. catchy which again but you know there's a reason why it's so popular and why it lasted etc um but it, it you know it's hard to turn off man it's like it's hard to turn off it's yep. you know it, it it catches you so all right let's let's jump into this so tainted love um the version that we're kind of all talking about right now is the soft soul yes. um, and i say the version yeah. because this is actually a cover and oh. i say that it was um Interesting that you kind of spoke about it the way you did, especially in regards to the weird mashup that you remember hearing from it, because this is actually a Motown cover. So the long album version that you know, or later learned about, actually ends up being two Motown songs that are literally just like smashed together in what is maybe the world's first mashup. I don't know. It might be the world's first mashup. <laughs> That's though, ridiculous. Because this is two two Motown songs <laughs> smashed together. Yeah, I swear. Watch. So... The song was composed by Ed Cobb and Gloria Jones and recorded in 1964 as the B-side of My Bad Boy's Coming Home. Okay, so this song is actually written in 1964. Real talk. I don't... Do you know My Bad Boy's... What is it called? My Bad Boy's Coming Home? My Bad Boy's Coming Home. I've never heard that. And I don't recognize her name from like the, the Motown... Um, catalog right catalog yeah, yeah. Um, i wonder Gloria if he Jones. ever came home though because the lyrics home? of the song would suggest that he in fact did and then she left so. maybe right well right. he was a bad boy i'd be interested or maybe the two sides create the whole love story you needed both sides right. oh, you have yeah. to hear oh. tainted love and then my bad boy's coming home and it mm. creates the whole story mm-hmm. um so gloria jones um <clears throat> she was highly religious um even using the term tainted in the title was offensive to her. And, you know, she was a churchgoer. She's part of a congregation. It was like problematic. Um, <laughs> but she ended up doing the song anyway. Um, the record that they recorded failed to chart. Didn't go anywhere. That sounds right. Because, again, I'm not aware of it being. <clears throat> no. a, yeah. yeah. Um, so Gloria Jones went on to continue to perform um, and also write for Motown artists such as the Four Tops. The Supremes, oh. Junior Walker, Gladys Knight and the Pips. So she kept working. She was yeah. just on the other side of it. So she had a nice little career for herself. I'll say okay. at least that's good for her. I mean, yeah. I'm sure like not she aspired to be the performer, but you know, I guess if nothing else, at least she stayed in the industry. But as a writer though, she is not considered one of the funk brothers, right? The funk brothers no. was just a musician. She's a writer on the back end. She's a writer somewhere. on the back end. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um so Ed Cobb, composer, um, says that he offered the song originally to the Standells, but that's kind of disputed. Uh the Standells had a hit, which you guys mm, you actually also may know, um, Dirty Water in nineteen sixty six. Um 
the song mentions Boston and the Charles River, so it becomes a Boston area anthem. Um, they played after Red Sox, Red Sox songs. They played after Bruins home wins. I mean, the band's from California, but it becomes like a Boston song. So hmm. I know that you're from Philly, but when they play Boston, it's you know rivalry time. We're from New York. You play Boston rivalry yeah. time. So if they win at home, you've probably heard that song, or maybe oh, okay. you didn't realize you heard it, but they're constantly playing it. The only okay. thing I attribute to Boston sports is Sweet Caroline. That's the only thing oh, that okay. I can think of. Yeah, the Red Sox and all that. Um, so Gloria Jones did, um, she did a Dutch interview and she explained the story this way. She said around 1973, there was a sailor who had the 40, who had a 45 of the song and literally traded it for a pack of cigarettes. A sailor? Yeah. A sailor in the States traded his 45 for a pack of cigarettes. Was he coming from, uh, did he bring the finest silver from the North of Spain? <laughs> right. I'm just curious. Right. If, if he had ever gone to like, um, you know. Uh, uh, a town and went to a bar right. maybe met a waitress right I don't know well you let me know his, his we have more information on the sailor more information on the sailor is not available okay what right. kind well, of cigarettes Brandy may be able to tell us more but for well, now she might know right I don't know what kind of cigarettes it was <laughs> but again this is how she explained it um, the guy who traded it took the record overseas to England to a social club um the northern U the north of the UK, that region, um, they were kind of having a little bit of a renaissance. Hold they on. were pause, take a half step back. The sailor comes in and he has he is trading cigarettes. He traded the forty five for cigarettes. For cigarettes. Right. The guy who took the forty five went back home because apparently he was from the UK. He's not the sailor. I don't know what he is, it doesn't say. Okay. She didn't say. But he's got this forty five mm -hmm. and he's like Yo, I need some cigs. I need yeah. some ciggies. Right. Will you take this? Will you take this random record from me? Yeah. Like, I'm just thinking of, like, today's universe. Like, I'm thinking, he get it? Right. Well, you could have gotten the 45 anywhere. I mean, it was available. It just didn't chart. But in the, in the States. In the States, you could have gotten it. It's available. True. Yeah. But I'm just thinking, like, imagine being at a gas station be like, yo, can I bum a cigarette? Well, I don't know. Do you have any CDs on you? Right. I don't know, like, man. The like, 70s, what a strange, were, 70s were a crazy time. no crazy money. Time. Right. I need a cigarette, but I have this <laughs> random... This random ass random record that record. never made any, that was yeah. not a hit. Yeah. Like, so yeah. like, why does this guy even have this? Well, well, it, it almost makes sense that he would care about it because again, him coming from the UK and again, the Northern region of the UK, they were having kind of a Motown revival. So mm. he took it to one of the clubs that he was frequenting where they were playing Motown stuff and they had a fully vibrant soul scene. The kids were loving it. They didn't have it. And so it became like a thing in the north of the UK. Where? What year is this? Uh, around 1973, she said. So this is, because Motown exists, what, from like 59 to 72 or some shit like that, but you had the Beatles and the Stones covering Motown. So like Europe and England, they were aware, very well aware of Motown and all that, but this is mm -hmm. like a Motown resurgence. Yeah. In, okay. Yeah. Strange. So, um, I mean, I have a Motown resurgence almost once a week in my car, so yeah, I'm not, sure. not going to yeah. talk shit about it. Yeah. yeah. Now, <clears throat> around the same time, around 1973, when this incident took place, again, this is her story. Um, Gloria was a backup singer and a keyboardist for Mark Boland's T-Rex. Oh. T-Rex is another band that you might know. Um, they had some hits, Ride a White Swan, Get It On, Bang a Gong, okay, Children of the Revolution, 20th Century Boy. You may know these songs. Do you know Bang the Gong? No, but he pointed at me like I should. You should. Well, you might yeah, know, you that. Should know that. that. No, how does it? Gang uh, bang the gong. Yeah, no, no. Get it's it on, bang the gong. Get it on. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so she's in the band. 
the two so of them start having the music the whole time. That's yeah, pretty cool. Good for and her. And kept working. Yeah, yeah, happy like, for whatever. Her. Good for her. Uh, the two of them start an affair. Oh. At his, Mark Boland's, encouragement. There well, goes all her religious beliefs, right. I guess. Just This right. took a turn. Yeah. He's married or she's married? Who's uh, having the affair? We're going to get to that. Okay. And you know um, why? Because she put the word taint that's in exactly well once you start it talking just, about taints it's no. all down it's a wrap right right satan's gonna take over yeah and he did <laughs> <laughs> right so at his encouragement gloria re-records the track in 1976 and they have another crack at it but it still doesn't chart so there's now a second version of tainted love that i have no fucking knowledge of correct. in the universe correct so okay. they took two tries both by gloria jones sure but neither Bless one of them made it for trying right. right and at least this time she even had like mark Bolin behind him because again he had hits he was in a fa- they were a successful band didn't happen so um for some background mark was one of the early pioneers of like the rock and soul and and, and glam movement that it was happening in popular music um they ended up in a committed relationship and they had a son in 1975 um, she was not married at the time that they started the affair. He was with somebody. Okay. But they end up in a committed relationship. Um, they were together until, uh, they were famously involved in a car crash that killed Mark Bolin in 1977, two weeks before his 30th birthday. Oh shit. Jeez. His 30th birthday? Wait, yep. how old They're was so she? so fucking young. I don't have her age here. <clears throat> this whole time I'm picturing her as this like older woman yeah me too right totally agree okay yep she, i don't think she was that much older because i mean I, well i get you know they must have been around the same age if she was recording if she recorded the track in 1964 that was only 10 years earlier so i mean right you would think she yeah. was maybe like in her 30s right so anyway mark boland dies and that's a huge loss in the music industry that waves are felt because again he was one of the pioneers of the glam movement that was like picking up steam you have like iggy pop and david bowie you know all these yeah. guys sort of um so remember bowie all right, let's not bring this all the Bowie, way down. We just talked Bowie about a car crash podcast. that killed Mark Bolin. It's, a, it's and a Bowie fan podcast as well. Yeah, it 100% is. That's yeah. true. That's true. Um, so back overseas in London, because remember, this is all sort of happening after the fact. Yeah, back During and after the fact. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, there goes gravity. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The man in question who took the record might have been this is not confirmed might have been one of the djs over there um named ian duhertz again this is not confirmed but that may have been who did it because he was one of the djs and he was spinning this this uh soul and funk and motown stuff in the north of england um he was playing the track in clubs mark almond of soft cell and um, almond joy fame of almond joy of the right of the world famous almond family probably not but i fucking um, love almond joy this boy. is an almond joy <laughs> yes, yes, now you're talking yes. now she gets it um but mounds are dark chocolate so they're superior no anyway, they're not um, i want nuts okay my nose is all the way in the air dark We're chocolate no, taint, almond taint joy that's two against one yeah it's two point. against one yeah okay well yeah. i'm gonna flip i would i would love to see a um what like is a it? poll? Yeah, like a poll. <laughs> yeah. We'll put that on the thing. We'll put that <laughs> yeah. on Twitter. We're putting it on Twitter. We're, yeah. we're going to do an Almond <laughs> Joy vs. Mounds poll. Um, so Mark Almond is working in the cloakroom at the discotheque um, during one of these 60s revivals nights. Um, he hears the song. He asks the DJ for a copy. Um, I'm so sorry. It's But it's still the it's the original. It's the Motown version. Right? Yeah, right. right. That's, that's the only there, version. Right. Okay, okay, right. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. Um, so he, he the, the DJ lets him have it. Um... He works in the cloakroom? Yeah. Like, All of this is for, like for like Batman's fucking gear? What, what's the What's well, a discotheque? Oh, Do they take your coat and you hang oh, it up? Oh, coat and then you room. Go, the cloakroom, so coat wait, room. It's the same thing. He's a DJ. No, no, no. He just works there. The DJ has the record. Oh, so I was going to say. So you're saying the guy say, that got like, the record is maybe. 
Right, right. We don't know for sure, but so, right. but either way, it makes one way its or way another, the, the track gets into the clubs. Mark, right, and then Mark Almond hears it because he's working at the club in the coat room slash cloak room. It's the same job, um, and he's like, "Let me get a copy of that. It's dope." I was picturing him like, oh, "Hold on, I'll take your coat in a minute. I gotta." <laughs> I gotta go scratch the record. Right. Yeah. I gotta go hit the ones and twos. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so he records it with his duo, Soft Cell. Hmm. This um, is insane. Th- this what is what insane. a ridiculous way, like right? a path for this song to right? get to Soft Cell. Um, they start putting it into their live repertoire. They start playing it live. Um, Phonogram Records has an AR rep at one of their shows, signs them. Right. So now soft sell is officially a thing. Um, is this back in the time? Like, do you have to get permission to do the song? We'll get to that. Okay. Um, so they take the song, they change the key, they replace some of the instruments with synthesizers and drum machines and stuff. Because again, by this time, we're beyond, Mot- you know, the Motown yeah. era, right? right. Um, there is an extended dance version that they make for the record, which includes Where Did Our Love Aha. Go by the Supremes. Aha. There so again, it is. it is essentially two Motown songs just, just put jammed together. together. Right. There's no flow. I mean, it really is just like. Right. It just stops. Love, and then and it moves then, into this next song. Right. Right. <laughs> so weird. Um, so the label made them release it as their second single. Um, their first single, Memorabilia, didn't really chart. So this was like their second chance, you know, do or die. Right. Yeah. You have, yeah. we let you do one single, whatever go time. Um, so they end up getting a spot on top of the pops, which is a, a television show in the UK. It's still on today. You can actually watch it where musical acts will go on and perform, et cetera, et cetera. Oh. Um, and that performance of tainted love on top of the pops puts them over the moon. So they get crossover success. It's a smash. Um, it becomes one of the best selling yeah. singles of 1981 it reaches number one in the UK. It peaked at number eight in the US. Wow, only eight? Yeah. That's pretty shocking to me. Right. Considering so, how massive <clears throat> of a song this is. Like, I don't yeah. know anyone that doesn't know this song. Right. Yeah. Um, nothing litigious. Nobody steps in to say, you didn't ask for permission. Oh. Nobody steps in to do... And maybe just because, you know, it's over the pond. People aren't necessarily aware of it. But you're it saying takes now time it's, to get it's over, but it becomes crossover. a massive smash. It yeah, becomes I'm surprised a massive like hit. somewhere on the back end. Like, so there's Gloria no action just like taken against me. this at all. Well, she's huh. like, you know what? I tried it twice. <laughs> right. um, I'm just going to go ahead and see right. myself out. Yeah, right, I guess. Um, so the band ends up dissolving after their third album in 1984. Um, yeah, but the band. Hit wonder. I don't know anything else by Soft Cell. You Correct. Know, Nikki, do you know anything else? By Absolutely not. Right? Yeah. No. Um, but the song ends up having revived success after being licensed for films such as. Coneheads in 1993. Oh man, how good was Coneheads? Right. So I know I this isn't a movie, co- movie podcast, but fucking Dan Aykroyd and Jane right. Seymour. Who's Jane? Is Jane? It's not Jane Seymour, dude. No, Jane Seymour's <laughs> um, on. Uh, she worked the singing show with the kids. Nope. Who's Jane? <laughs> Strike Seymour? two. She. Oh, she. The gorillas. There you go. Oh, she was a scientist oh. with the gorillas. Um, okay. Fuck me. Okay. Um, Coneheads in 1993. Um, which was a massive hit. I was going to say, come on, Coneheads was fucking right. great. Because that was yeah. the beginning of those like SNL um, turning their sketches into movies. Right, the yeah. Wayne's World. And that was like exploding. The fingers in her armpits. Right, the whole, right, the whole nine yards. Is. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it was in Sleepers in 1996. Sleepers is so good. I do not remember that song in Sleepers. Yeah. In uh, Sleepers with fucking Brad Pitt and, and yeah. what's his ass and the other guy and that guy and Kevin De Niro Bacon and Kevin Bacon. And De Niro. And, yeah. And, yeah. Um, really? Yeah. Uh, Marilyn Manson does the cover in 2001 oh, and then it becomes it part of the soundtrack for not another teen movie. So, so 
It's a smash hit in the early 80s. Okay. It has a revival in the mid 90s, 93, again, Coneheads, because that was massive. Then the Marilyn Manson cover in 2001. So this is three decades Seriously, this thing's where standing. it just keeps popping up and like getting pushed into the zeitgeist, right? Like it's in it's in popular culture again. Yeah. Um, so it uh, that 2001 cover ends up in Not Another Teen Movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, which incidentally, which is funny because that movie is a spoof of like 80s to 2000s. Like yeah, like the John Hughes coming of those. age movies. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Janie Briggs, like, listen, she's got pink covered overalls. She's wearing she's glasses. She's wearing glasses. Her hair's in a ponytail. Like, right. who would ever find her attractive? Right. There's no way. It's unbelievable. Um, all she needed was contact. That's it. Right. That's all she needed. So, like, the band just comes and goes and has this one hit wonder. But next thing you know, it just, like, keeps popping up. And as I said, it just keeps getting forced into the consciousness, right? So, um, today, Gloria Jones is known as the queen of Northern Soul in the UK. Because because she if it wasn't for her and this if she never recorded that track and this weird coincidence with the sailor who managed to get the track overseas, which ended up in a club, which Mark Hallman heard and then decided to go cover. That's ridiculous. It becomes this whole thing. Um, this is, so we've talked about a few songs on this podcast now, and I, it's it's crazy to me that it just seems like some of these songs like the songs refuse to die. Like they just, they, they insist on being in the universe and getting the attention, right? Like it's fate or something. Right. It's so strange to me. Like, I I wonder how many other songs, like, you know, maybe just missed the mark or didn't have some fucking sailor get traded for a fucking pack of cigs. That maybe it could have been this thing. Like, it's just, it's so insane to me. Like the very specific scenario that had like the world, like the earth had to be at the exact right axis and the tides had to be here and like the fucking stars and you know, the whole thing. Otherwise this song would never have gotten, it would never have done anything. Right. Yeah. Wild, right? Crazy. I mean, any, any person in the industry will tell you like the amount of luck it takes for any band who has everything already behind them to make it, let alone like a set of circumstances like this. Yeah. Right. Is that not like, yeah, it's incredible. It, it's incredible. I'm still stuck on the sailor. Right. <laughs> like, what did Brandy say? Did he play it for Brandy? Yeah. I don't Most understand. Most people would have been like, fuck off. Right. Like. You I mean, can have a cigarette. Keep your 45. No, like, right. B- bartering was still happening in the 70s. I man. guess. Ask, we had to ask your parents about it. Like, it's crazy times. Gail was a known barterer. We know that. We know. Yeah. Right? I mean, she's she's traded. So that's the story of Tainted Love, guys. That's crazy. If that's, you can, that's, that's wild. Like, unbelievable. Yeah. Um, all sourced, as always. So let's run down. So the, credited. Yeah. Incredible. Credible. Yeah. yeah. Credited incredible. Yeah. Um, let's run down the top five from the year 1982. Okay. okay. This is US or UK? We're going to start with the US. Okay. Number five, Centerfold by the Jay Giles Band. Oh, fun. My Playboy is a Centerfold. No. No. Nikki, I think we need to establish, my brother and I are... um, Decades older than you. Right, right. (laughs) I'm 39, you're 40. You are Nicole Winters, Nicole Scissorfingers. Snowblind. 32. 32, so it's a decade. So you're you're about a decade beneath us. Okay. Um, But really, you don't know Centerfold? That's but much. she knows this song, which goes to show you, right? Like yeah, this guess. song. My blood runs cold. My memory has just been sold. Bow, 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 bow. Angel oh, yeah. is a centerfold. All right. Yeah. All right. She doesn't really know. So you lied. <laughs> About what? About knowing that song. 
No, I know it once he sang it. No, you're I'm an excellent singer. There's, there's no <laughs> two ways around that. Between been... my just, dancing and singing. I just want to bring up the last time we had to Google that song. <laughs> oh, yeah. We <laughs> didn't know None it based on knew. the... And then <laughs> as true. soon as it played, right. we were like, oh. Fair play. Yep. Okay, thank Fair you. play, Snowblind. Okay. Yep. Good jobs. All right. Uh, number four, Ebony and Ivory. Ooh. Paul McCartney and Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder. Probably yeah. one that they both wish they could forget. Again, that that's... <laughs> I mean, I can see Centerfold being a pretty big song. I don't know that... Ebony and Ivory beats out Tainted Love. Yep. Uh, number three, I Love Rock and Roll, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Ooh, you hate Joan Jett. I hate this song. Oh, and song. I, hate, I hate this song. I don't song. know why you hate that song. I don't, such it's just so song. cheesy to me. I like that song yeah, a it's lot, supposed actually. To be no, I know cheesy. lots and lots of people like it, and I yeah. accept the fact that they're all wrong and that I'm right. And that's, you know, there's mass delusion happens all the time. I mean, that's bro. What Mandela effects okay, are. let's just be clear. Nickelback sells out every concert. I so hate just, Nickelback. Okay, oh, right. Uh, everyone you know does, but then and they're a punchline. But all I'm saying is their shows sell out, and that's all I'm saying. They did their thing. They didn't ask to be shit on. It's fine. I'm gonna say, I was gonna go I will die on the hill that Nickelback is not as bad as people make them out to be. Okay, I mean they are, but they're not. They're <laughs> just they're a rock band that's kind of an overproduced rock band or whatever. There's certainly way worse fucking bands out there than they found the formula Nickelback. and they did their yeah, yeah. they're worse bands oh, for sure. They're all yeah. worse bands. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean Limp Bizkit is a thing. Yeah, I don't like that they're the fucking punching bag. <laughs> and there's like three or four that's Nickelback songs that I love that fair. I think are really good. All right, well, you crossed the line there, but I still, I still <laughs> say that We will leave not. you on that hill. Yeah, right. <laughs> you can yeah. stay there. Right, yeah. Find your way down. I'm getting yeah. sniped out on that yeah. hill. All right. Yeah. Um, all right, number two, Eye of the Tiger by Survivor. That sure. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. That does make sense, yeah. right? Yeah. That'd make a good episode. That would. Yeah. Um, <laughs> number one, physical, Olivia Newton-John. Ooh. Let's go. Oh, she knows oh, that yeah, one. Look at there, her there shoulders are moving now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that, yeah. It also is a figures classic. That's right. Yeah. That's on the playlist. Right. You, <laughs> there she goes. <laughs> right. You you put that on when it's go time. Yeah. Nice. In my what is it called? The the singlet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Absolutely. You put on a onesie. Light a little incense. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Right. Get the black light on. Yeah. That's like way to baby. Go. It's it's how fine. else how yeah. else do you make it? baby making time the signals are clear at Very that point clear. she that knows what's happening the only way that you can make a baby in the situation <laughs> that i'm in yeah is those sure. specific steps. yeah that's good hey man once you know the formula yeah I, that's that's crazy me tainted love i think should be uh like two or three on that list yeah. I, Wild, right? I don't i don't see tainted love being beat out by those songs because again i think right now if so you're you, saying there was a mass delusion and they were all wrong yeah i do say that i do okay because, again, I think, if you, I think if you survey people out of these five songs today... Yeah, it's a mistake. And, and put Tainted Love, you, you give them six songs and say, well, which out of these songs do you know? Tainted Love is going to get the most out of all of these. Maybe yeah. I Have the Tiger, that was maybe huge, I Rocky, and all that. I Have the Tiger is the only one that I could see contend. Maybe the only one that I could see contending. Yeah, this should be really... And, and I Love Rock and Roll. Because that You're right. That's yeah, a yeah, huge yeah, one, yeah, too. Yeah, 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 so that's that, true. Right, those would yeah. be one, two, three, in, in no particular in, order, whatever. Yeah. yeah. But... I mean, Ebony and Ivory, no one's no. I, I, no one's jamming out to Ebony and Ivory. And the, no. it's not getting hit on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. So it goes. Yeah. Um, all right. UK. Number five. Do you really want to hurt me? Culture Club. Nice. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Snow blinds into it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. okay. Nice. Do you really want to hurt me? <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, ASMR moment. She took out yeah. her top hat for that, too, and everything. Yeah. It's yeah, a feather. It's, it's cool. really crazy. Uh, number four, The Lion Sleeps Tonight by Tight Fit. Ooh. I'm guessing that's a cover? Yes. The original of that song was from like the 20s. Another cover. Yeah. Oh, we'll get into <laughs> that. Nice. Uh, number three, Eye of the Tiger. Again. Oh, there you go. Okay. All right. So, uh, so yeah. crossover, crossover yeah. success for Eye of the Tiger. Good for yeah. them. Yeah. Good for Survivor. 
Number two, Fame by Irene Cara. Oh. I Want to Live Forever. Oh. Oh, not Bowie? No. Rather the Bowie version. Obviously. Not version. They're two completely different songs. Right, but the Bowie fame. Yeah. For sure. Number one, Come on Eileen. Oh, oh that, okay. Dexter's so, Midnight Runners. So I'm fine with that Emerald being number one because again, so huge. That makes fine sense. With that, yeah. that is like that makes sense. My yeah. jam. Do it we, is a, it's a it's a it's a bop. The kids it say is. That, it's right? definitely a bop. Do we all sing a on bop. instead of? Never mind. No, keep going. Yeah. So um, you never mind. Nope. <laughs> so that was number one. So that's good. Yes. Yeah. That's. A, I think that's a better. But I could still see Tainted Love being in the top five there. Yeah. And, and beating out a couple of those. We could. Yeah. So um, that is the tale, ladies and gentlemen, G- gentle people gentle is what I should say. Um, so let's rate the song from one to ten. Uh, Nikki Winters, go. Nine. Oh, Ooh. that's a very high score. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Nice. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. I was not expecting that. I All think right. because of it's just like longevity, like it's. You respect it. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. The fact that it just won't die. It, it refused to. Yeah. yeah. All right, Giovanni. I'm going to give you three ratings. Unacceptable. Too bad. You're overcomplicating I'm going to give you no, the single version. Stop putting caveats. A, the single version is a nine. Okay. The extended version is like a seven. Yeah, no. The Manson version is a ten. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I saw that coming. Yeah. yeah. We, we should have seen that coming. Based right? on his, you know, yeah. demeanor the my, whole time my, of that. My, uh, my, my fucking, what he is it? tunnel vision. The, it was the, the hundred yard comment. stare. Right. Oh, right. It, yeah, right. Yeah. Just my. He had strong feelings yeah. about it. There's a little yeah. drool I had. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it. I'm actually pissed at you now for doing the single version. And the <laughs> but you, uh, to me, but again, that's that's my, and I don't know if you have that same memory like I do where I specifically remember the single version I, versus the yeah, extended. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I remember there being a time where I was surprised but after hearing the other version. I just assumed like, oh, this is the actual length of the song. And there are millions of songs like that yeah. um, where there's, you know, cut it down to 305. Seriously. Um, Billy but, Idol, we're uh, talking to you, Billy Idol. Oh cut it God. down. You dancing with myself? Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. All of them. Moni, all of them. They're fucking yeah. two minutes too long. Cut it down, Billy Idol. Oh, Moni, Moni, another cover. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. All right. Um, I'm going to give it uh, a seven. That's between... I'm going to give it a 7.5. That's the mixed score between the single and the extended version. Oh, so you're only giving one... I'm giving them one combined score at a 7.5. Pussy. Uh, all right. Um, <laughs> is this Soft Cell's best song? I think we all agree it is, right? Yeah. It's their only it's song. The only right, they're one-hit yeah. wonder, so it's right. their best song for right. As sure. far as I'm concerned, they never recorded another yeah. song before um, or after. Nikki Winters, do you have this on a playlist? And if so, do you play it or do you skip it? I do not have this on a playlist. Fair Ooh. enough. And yet you still gave it a nine. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and I think it's because, like, again, when you said that, it's one of those, like, when you said it in our group chat, Yeah. I was like, Oh my god, I love that song. I should put this on a playlist. Right, it's right. literally one of those songs where it will not die yeah. because yeah. it like it starts to in your mind and then it gets brought back up and you're like, I love that. Yeah. 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 Nice. Um I definitely have this on a playlist. I just have it on like a new wave 80s playlist. Okay. With a bunch of a bunch of all the other yeah. and you play it. And I do play it. I it yeah. but again. It's the single version. It is not the extended version. <laughs> oh. The extended version, I will. I'll listen to the first part of it, and, and but I'm going to get bored with it by the time it gets to um, where does our love go? Where does our love go? Yeah. And, and so I'll I'll stop it. So even if it's on like the radio, if it comes up, whatever, I will skip 
the second it portion of part. it. Yeah. I might listen to the first little bit of it and and, and again reminisce with why the fuck. But right. now that I know why the fuck, but right. still weird. Um, I uh, likewise have it on an 80s playlist and yeah. I, it's the extended version. I only listened to the first part of it. So yeah, same. So it's like a half skip. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so final part, we're going to throw it to Nikki Winters. What kind of playlist could this song also be on? I created it. Ooh, oh, shit. I'm in. Break it down. So, you don't have to give us every single song, but you oh can no, yes down. you do. No, the, you don't. This is you my favorite every part, single song. Yeah, last this is time. my favorite part of the fucking of the whole thing. So I named it "Crying in the Shower" eighties <laughs> edition. Oh my I word! Like I made it. like Tobias Funke <laughs> in your in your fucking cutoffs. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got "Tainted Love," obviously. Okay. Pictures of you, the cure. Ooh, oh, okay. Yeah. Every breath you take, the police. <gasps> I mean, I know it's over the Smiths. Song. Oh, anything oh about you're nailing it. <laughs> love will tear us apart. Joy division. Joy division. Yeah. I want to know what love is. Foreigner. Oh, because you really do want to know. For the you record, really do. when I the choir kicks in, bro, that song. Yeah, bro. When the choir kicks in, it's undeniable. Yeah. 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 And then against all odds, Phil Collins. Phil Collins. Oh, oh my god. god, that is solid. That's take a look at me now, right? Yeah. Is that against. Oh, that is a brutal playlist. Very good work. That is a brutal. I created playlist. it in the shower. I, I think you'd have to. Were you crying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the excellent. Whole time. I think you would have to. Right. Oh, that is brutal. Outstanding yeah. work. Um. All right, Giovanni. Yep. So mine was simply it is songs where the remake is better than the original. Better mm. than. Now better this is than. a little subjective. Yes, so this there is very subjective. Be, there are going to be some opinions here that you're wrong about, but we'll go over it. Probably. Um, for me, so some of these are some of the obvious ones. Babe, I'm going to leave you Zeppelin. Um, Nothing Compares to You by Sinead O'Connor. Um, Incidentally, she recorded it first, even though she didn't write it. But that song is phenomenal. So good. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Feeling Good by Muse. Hands down my favorite version of that song. Yeah. Twist and Shout by The Beatles. Um, me and Bobby McGee. Josh oh, Joplin. Love. Right? Love. Another good mm-hmm. one. Uh, Downtown Train by Rod Stewart. Ugh, oh, that man. That's song. A, yeah. That's a good one. Uh, Black Magic Woman by Santana. Yeah. Um, this Might Get Some Hate, All Along the Watchtower by Jimi Hendrix. I personally it's prefer the better version. that. Yeah, it's the, the better version. Uh, I, I don't think that there's a lot of argument yeah, on that, no, actually. Th- that's no. the best version. Yeah. Okay. The best Nirvana song, Where Do You Sleep Last? Where Did You Sleep Last Night? All right. Okay. I mean, uh, yes. okay. For, yeah, that's that's a fact. Okay, it's a, from the fucking unplugged. Yeah, I'm just saying. Well, it's oh, it's only so available good. as like a live performance. They I don't record care. it. It okay. is so good and so powerful. It is very and good and so powerful. harsh. That's and true. the last song before he kills himself. I mean, it's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I love rock and roll by Joan Jett. That's a cover. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. You're welcome. Oh, uh, for me personally, and I like the Guess Who version. Uh, probably this might be a little equal, but American Woman by Lenny, Lenny Kravitz. I love that. I loved it in the Austin Powers. It just like it, it for me. I dug it. No, yeah, um, it's a no. We, we yeah, yeah. All right. You could throw Moni Moni on there. I know we talked about it. That that, yep. that that's a cover, but you know, again, you know, cut it off. But that was my that was my list. Good one. Nice. Yeah. Um, I would put it on a song about toxic relationships or significant mm. others. So things like Use Me by Bill Withers. Oh, that is in my top five favorite songs of all time. Do you know Use Me by Bill Withers? No. Nicole Winters? Oh my God. It is a sexy... It's about... I'm just going to... This is a Bill Withers fan <laughs> podcast. The song, it's about a guy talking to the people in his life who's trying to talk him out of being with the girl that he wants to be with because, because she's so, she's bad, so for bad for him. Yeah. But he's like, no, no, you don't understand. The sex is so fucking good <laughs> right. that I can, I will fucking not give a shit about 
all the other toxic shit that she's doing because the sex is so good. That's Solid. basically the whole, he's talking about like my brother tries to talk me out of it. My family and friends try to talk about it. I don't give a shit. Mm. Like if you did, if she was doing to you what she was doing to me, right. you would fucking <laughs> You'd get be it. Doing the same it thing. is right. so good. Um, God. Uh, toxic by Brittany. Oh, bitch. sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, poison by Belle Bibbenvoe. Poison. Uh, all right. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, criminal by Fiona Apple. Yep. All right. All right. It's a harsh one. Yeah. Uh, Dirty Diana by Michael Ooh, Jackson. Oh, Michael Jackson. Wow. Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. Oh, sure. Uh, sure. Self-esteem by The Offspring. Also excellent. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. I like the way it all came together. Yeah. Right. You don't... A little bit of Britney in there. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're all over. Yeah. yeah. Number one crush by Garbage? Yeah. That's that probably going here, too. Yeah. That's a good one. Good yeah, call. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. Very good. All right, everyone. Good. Any final thoughts on the... Uh, beloved Tainted Love by Gloria Jones slash Soft Cell slash Marilyn Manson. Mm, hey, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Good times, right? Out. Insane yeah. story. That's In- a crazy story. That is a wild story. It was a fun ride. I'm glad you guys went on this ride with me. Th- thanks for coming along. On was it a magic carpet ride? Toot yeah. toot. <laughs> We're not going to beat that. Thank you, everybody. Peppa we'll Pig? S- yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, I thought it was a train whistle. No, it was. It was. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I, I like this. Well, it wasn't a runaway train or anything. Oh. All right. Now you just you killed <laughs> the whole vibe. Way down. You killed the whole vibe and you sucked <laughs> the air out of the room. Fucking Elliot Reed Fucking moment killer. Asylum. Yes. <laughs> good God. All right. Go listen to Tain Love. It's fun. Uh, and ignore the lyrics. And you'll have a good time, right? <laughs> yeah. Thank you, everybody. Uh, check it out. Vote on, the, uh, on our social media. Let us know which one of these playlists you want. And we will see you next week. Also, Almond Joys versus Mounds. Also, please uh, like interact with us on Facebook. Um, like the subscribe. liner notes, Instagram. Yeah. We'll probably do a Twitter and maybe a TikTok account. Um, if you have a song that you're like, oh man, this has a really crazy story and you want to suggest us. Also, interact with us. In Throughout these episodes, we drop a lot of like one-liners and things in reference to other songs and other bands and stuff. And if you pick up on them, comment those because I think that'll be kind of fun for you guys to see if you're actually catching some of the references we're randomly throwing out here obviously brandy was one of them she's a fine girl she's a fucking fine girl what a good wife she would be not as fine as nikki winters though well i've never seen her i've never seen her behind a bar though yeah i don't know i've never seen her slang drinks has any sailor ever brought you the finest silver from the north of spain i don't know if her eyes could steal a sailor from the sea but i feel like if she was behind a bar in the right circumstances maybe yeah yes yeah <laughs> she's like all of these things have actually happened right. yeah. i wouldn't be surprised if nikki winters were to come she's in here with ruining a story lives about all over the place all over the fucking place <laughs> yeah it would totally make sense that's on brand yeah. yep cool all right thank you very much for listening tell all your friends about us uh take out an ad in the newspaper for us saying that hey you guys should listen to this podcast bye bye